Can you hear the music? I can hear it. Steven Palenko, welcome back. Good beer. To the Tank Rodriguez show. You like the music? It's, uh, yeah, it's good. It, it gets like more ACDC as it goes on. Yeah, it's a little screamy. No, no, there's no words. Well, now I'm disappointed. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, welcome back to post. Uh, when you were here before, we uh, were talking about the election, and now that it's yeah. it's halfway over. <laughs> well, I mean, it's over. I, I it's just not a big deal to me. It, it, I think it's you know it can be a big deal, but um, you know there has never been a, a more polarized president than former President Trump. Yeah, well, I mean, current President Trump, not yeah. he's not, you know, reelected wow. uh, at this point. Un, un, uh, unreelected President right. Trump. Right, lame, lame dunk, lame duck President Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump. And here, uh, I mean, I know, like, look, I get it. He's not a good person. I, you know, oh, mm-hmm. but do you really have to like your president to like your? The no, policies? no, I don't. Yeah, see, I think there's this false um, sense of trust and hope in politicians in yeah. general right like none of them with maybe rare exceptions are good people yeah <laughs> like not not all of them they're, they're not they yeah. they all want to make money they all cheat on their wives <laughs> they all like sexually harass interns like they all do these things yeah. and we have we've we've given them this inflated sense of Heroism, like yeah, there's a absolutely. few people in there who did heroic things in their life, like John Lewis, right? Like he yeah. did a heroic thing. Um, John McCain was a true war hero, right? But by and large, like they're all pieces of shit. <laughs> you just you just have to vote for the piece of shit who you think is going to do what you want to get done with the country. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, granted, uh, probably what two or three presidents. That I've been able to vote for, in, mm-hmm. you know, in my lifetime, uh, and my life has never changed dramatically, you know, up or down, with either, any of them in office. No, and that's true. And I think there's there's certain um, there's certain like hot button topics that each of these each of the yeah. major parties hold on to mm-hmm. and prop up that are literally never going to go anywhere. Like I, like look for as long as I've been voting. Republicans have been anti-abortion, right? They've they've been pro-life, yeah. But nothing has changed in that thirty years, you know, from that twenty thirty year span. Absolutely. And it's not there's nothing. It's not going to change. It's it doesn't matter to, yeah. who. It's like it's not going to change. And then what's new now is for um, Democrats, like they they really want to make it seem like Republicans are going to come along and suddenly we don't have gay marriage anymore and they're stripping yeah. all the way. That's not going to happen That's either. Not, yeah. These are things that are written in law that would take literally an act of Congress and a passage in Senate and then yeah. confirmed by the Supreme Court. And that's just not – those are not things that are going to happen. Absolutely. But those are emotional subjects for yeah. everybody involved. So they say, you know, they're going to kill all the babies <laughs> if, you do, Baby you, if, you vote, if you vote for Biden. He's going to murder babies. Yeah. And then the, the other side saying, oh, well, if you vote for Trump – you can't be gay anymore <laughs> in America. And it's neither one of those two. All extremes. right, ladies and gentlemen. Of, uh, <laughs> hello, America. You're not allowed to be gay no, anymore. No more, <laughs> no more gays. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, it's just, uh, especially, uh, you know, just very, the new the new voters coming, you know, coming on board mm-hmm. voting for the first time or maybe the second time. There's just been a lot of emotion just to where, it's not even about the presidency anymore. It's about, well, in, in a sense, it's not about the actual president or the person running for president. It's the people who actually follow these. Like, I've never been so, I've never seen something so polarized as far as, uh, I don't like you if you vote for that person or I don't like Right, you. well, it's like sports teams now. It's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I cheer for the Dallas Cowboys, right? And, Every player that puts on a Dallas Cowboy uniform, I'm going to cheer for them while they're wearing yeah. that uniform. And that's what happens with red and blue is, right. uh, okay, well, I don't care who it is. As long as he's wearing red, I'm going to cheer for him. As long as he or she is wearing blue, 
I'm going to cheer for them. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. It's not about like nobody, nobody likes Joe Biden. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody, like nobody likes him. But I mean, they like him in a, oh, look at that sweet old no, man we, we vote, kind of way. Well, well but, I didn't say I voted. But, but the majority of votes for Biden were just votes against Trump. Against Trump. Yeah. And that's okay. That's fine. He still wins. He still gets to be president. Yay. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody's like super excited about a Joe Biden presidency as much as they are excited about Donald Trump's no longer a president. That, yeah. And it's so sad, too, that the first woman president is not going to be elected into office. <laughs> she, she's gonna die her way in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, the dude's what seventy eight? He's seventy six ish, seventy eight, something like that. He, uh, yeah, he's old. Yeah. I mean, he's lived a life. He's there's, there's no way he does two terms. I don't think so. I don't, but I think Reagan was pretty. I think Reagan did into his eighties. His second term pushed him into his eighties. Okay, I can, I can, I can roll with that. But let's see, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Joe Biden age. Let's see. Yeah, he's 77. Okay, so. Okay, so then he's inaugurated in Yeah, I mean, he'll be 81 in 2024, assuming he survives. (laughs) Assuming he gets there. um, He'll be, you know, it's very, very possible that he says, look, I, like, if I were him, and this is what a a thought I had in my head, look, I'm only going to serve one term. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to be reelected. I want to serve one term. I wanted to rid the country of Donald Trump, and now I want to hand the party over to a more youthful movement and more diverse movement. Um, That would be smart of him to do, if particularly if he is aware that he has some health issues that may prevent him from from serving a second term. Yeah. But whether or not he does, like Joe Biden's been wanting to be president for a very, very long time, (laughs) like an awfully long time. Yeah. And then uh, no, I just just going back to it, I've, I've. it, it's it's caused such a separation between like a lot of people, a lot of friendships and families, and and it, it's like chill out. It's it's gonna be all right. No, no I, nothing I, happens. That's the part of it that really bothers me yeah. because as even even whoever I could think of that is as polar opposite of me on the political spectrum, I have more in common with that person than I have differences with that person, yeah. and we forget about that, and we let these we let hyperbole sort of rule our, our relationships now yep. when people say well you can't be a republican and simultaneously support me as a uh, lgbtq community now that's not true i no. can i can do both of those things yeah, absolutely okay you can't be a conservative and and also you know support me like I, what i hear a lot is you can't be this way while you're stripping away my humanity like that's not ha- that those are things you're letting people put stuff in your head. Like, tell me what I've done that has stripped away your humanity. That's not what's happening. You can't buy into that hyperbole and you have to be true. You be find find common ground instead of trying really hard to find differences. If you like somebody says, if you're if you're looking for a way to be offended, you're going to find it. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You're not going to like everyone's opinions on on, on everything. And it's it's coming to the point to where it's like if 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 you're not if you're a non-white male (laughs) on the Republican side, you're just like labeled Uncle Tom or yeah. There's (laughs) there's gross things that get said and done both ways. Um, You know, I I, you know for me, it's a a, you have to have an attitude of forgiveness, right? Like you have to like I'm gonna preach a little bit here, but you have to live in you have to live in forgiveness, meaning. You can't possibly carry every offense with you everywhere you go and be a healthy person and yeah. be a happy person. You have to forgive people. You have to let go. Even the that's what forgiveness forgiveness is not there for the easy stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, you owe me a dollar, you didn't pay it back, I forgive nah, you. That's an easy yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. The forgiveness is there for now you hurt me really, really bad, but I'm gonna forgive you for that. Yeah. Like that's that's what forgiveness is for. And People say, yeah, I'm forgiving up to a point. Okay, well, then you're not forgiving. <laughs> you're just not. Yeah. It just, it's just, I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad that we don't have to talk about it for four years. And at that point. So let me just give you my prediction. Um, <laughs> Trump's going to, he's going to exhaust the legal system yeah. to do whatever. Even if there's some weird, funny voting things happening out there, there's not enough that's going to overturn what no. happens here. He's going to do one of two things. He's either going to 
Well, he's going to do a lot of things, but he's going to tweet like a motherfucker. Okay. He's going to do that. Um, but he's, he's either going to start his own television network or um, he's going to have his own show on Fox or um, One America News or one of these super conservative. He's going to do one of those two things. And then I do think that there is a very real possibility that he runs again in 2024. Um, yeah. But he'll also be like 76, 77 years old at the yeah. time. And I hope by then the Republican Party has sort of washed themselves of him and said, no, thank you. Yeah. Thank, we tried it. You know, we saw it. We rented the movie. Yeah. We didn't like it. And, and going back to it. Uh, sorry, I got hot. I had to turn the AC. It's okay. <laughs> I have that effect on people. <laughs> No, just going back to it. Do you remember when like the Democratic like nominations first started and how there was like eighty eight people mm -hmm. and all those people in the beginning, like and then Joe Biden just says, eh, "Okay, I'll <laughs> I'm just gonna cruise along. <laughs> I'll here. cruise on in halfway through it or almost all the way, you know, while we're you know, right before we pick." And it just, I think, well, it's it's weird that it worked. It, it, it's as far as like that that was who the the guy they rolled with. Well, I think it worked because they realized the other things weren't going to work. Well, right? Bernie would have worked. I don't think so. Like Bernie is like he would have been. There's a lot of people who would not have been able to talk themselves into Bernie mm. who could talk themselves like like Biden was the guy of all of those people that could get the most sort of in the middle folks talked into voting for yeah. him. OK, they weren't going to vote for, um, you know, these like Bernie. Um, who else was there for a long time? Buttigieg. Uh, Buttigieg. 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 <laughs> um, Kamala Harris. Like those guys that, who were super extreme left. Yeah. They were not going to be able to convince those middle voters to say, okay, like those guys would have stayed home. They may not have voted for Trump, but they would have stayed home. Yeah. And that would have been enough for Trump to win. Yeah. So they, the, the Democratic Party finally got to a point where they say, look, of all these guys up here, Biden's the only guy. And he's not even up here yet. Right. <laughs> this, as much as we talk about diversity, we just need to put a safe old white man up old there right now. Okay. <laughs> and that's what they did. And it worked. Yeah. Um, and they got their, they got their left wing stuff in there with, you know, Kamala Harris. who's pretty, um, She's pretty oh, left. Oh, she's pretty because, you know, she's a woman? No, I don't mean uh, – yeah. she's rather. That, uh, you know what's weird? I was having that conversation in my head the other day. It was like, why do people say pretty instead of rather? Like, she is rather left, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, we'll see if Joe Biden stays alive. Yeah. I don't think he is. I think this is way too old. Well, you know, whatever. 2020. Weirder things have happened. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that Sean Connery and Alex Trebek die within like a week of themselves? No, they're old. Yeah, but both of those Why guys. Why do people... Okay, I'm... Both of those guys. They're both old. Right. Okay, Trebek was 80 and had cancer. Right. Okay? That's a pretty good combination yeah. for death. <laughs> but you don't think it's strange that out of all the billions of people, the two that had... I mean, I know people die every day. I know they weren't just the two people that died. Oh, uh, Yes. <laughs> A lot of people died that were not James Bond or the host of Jeopardy. I know, but they had such a history together. They didn't have a real history together. They did. They had a, a, a Saturday Night Live. Because of their beef. They had a real beef with each other. Did they really? Maybe yeah, I don't know that. That's why. I didn't know that. What are they beef about, man? I don't man? know what the beef was well, about. It's, it's, they, okay, there's, there's two things that men beef about, okay? Three things, really. Money. Women. Women. Or a card game. It's one of those three things. I'm looking it up now to see what the beef was about. The, yeah, no, but I do, I do recall fondly the uh, Jeopardy skits on Saturday Night Live, which I think were hilarious and perfectly done. Oh yeah, and that was, I mean, that was how it, it, it transpired. The truth about Trebek and Connery. Okay, I'm not gonna read all that. Never mind. But there was, there was, <laughs> there was, a, there was a beef. Um, well, I mean, I think yeah, maybe, like maybe there is some weird, but there's weirdness. Like timing is just weird in general. I guess. You know, I, I don't know. Um, Whatever. I, I don't, I do worry a little bit. Like, I don't know if worry is the right word, but I don't, I don't always get the, the visceral reaction to the death of a celebrity. Same here. It's happened like once or twice. I just don't like, 
you know, like, yeah, Je- Alex Trebek was great on Jeopardy. Yeah. And yes, a lot of people, uh, Jeopardy meant a lot to them. But life, my, my life is not impacted yeah. because Sean Connery. And the other part of it is, um, at least, you know, Trebek was still uh, the host of Jeopardy. But yeah. Connery hasn't been James Bond in 40 years. <laughs> and like the last good movie he had was what? The Rock. Was he in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah, that was that, that was, was, was that was his last movie. Okay, so that was yeah. pretty decent. Like, yeah. but like these guys, in terms of how we know them, and I know this is a very cruel, cruel thing to say because these are humans with families and, and things like that. But in terms of how I know them, how we know them, their relevance died long before long their life ago. ended. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that happened with him. That happened with uh, what's his name, Eddie Van Halen. Sad. Of course, it's sad, it's but it's not like he was cranking out new music. Okay. Like everything that you, and this may be true of everybody. And I'm very, very lucky to have not lost anybody super close to me yeah. who died unexpectedly. Like my grandparents are dead, but like I said, they were old. Like you, right. you expect it. Um, like you just the their the relevance ended a very, very long time ago. And yes, they were influential and maybe their music sort of carries on in how they influence other musicians. Yeah. But we're, what we miss about Eddie Van Halen, we already missed before he before died. He died. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but it was someone like Robin Williams, who I, who I think still had a lot to give. Uh, or even someone, uh, Chris Cornell, People like yes, that, that the, yes, because there they were sort of there's more prime time yeah. left in them, yeah. and it's a very cold, cold thing to say because like, like we don't, I don't know Robin, I didn't know Robin Williams personally. Yeah. Okay. So all I really miss about Robin Williams his is work. his work. Yeah. And I, I think in a way, that contributes to the depression and the sadness that he was feeling. And like, I'm just, I'm sort of just bullshitting right now, but it makes sense in my head, yeah, but sense. I'm only important to these people because I make them laugh or because I, I do funny things on TV or in the movies. True. I mean, but I think someone like Chris Cornell who had a big influence on my, like uh, how I play guitar and how I wrote mm-hmm. my lyrics, uh, something like that. It's like, Oh, that's pretty sad. Like, and I, and I think about it too. Like my favorite band, I just like when it was like a celebrity dies, like, man, I'm probably going to be really, like, shook, maybe, because he's in his 50s already, so right. you know what I mean? Right, uh, no. But, like, someone like Trent Reznor from Night Nails, and it's just like, oh, that sucks. But then I think I think the sadness comes from knowing where it came from or, like, how how it how it impacted my life, you know. Right, but, but if point. you think about it, Think even if so, even and here's yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll talk no, to me after it's, it's talk to me after my dad dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but but right no like because I think of when I think of like I'm a very this is a weird thing to me and I think it's because I'm a I'm a man I'm a male, yeah. but I'm very aware of my father's mortality. Yeah, like I just know my dad's gonna die someday. Yeah. But, like, I don't even consider the fact that my mom might die one day. Like, I don't even want to talk about that <laughs> I shit. Understand, yeah. But my dad, I'm aware. Maybe I think it's because we're both men and I just understand him more. But, like, what I, what I will miss about my dad when he dies is stuff that I think I miss already. Like, stuff that he did for me when I was little. Things right. that used to happen at home. You know, holidays, birthdays, things like that. Um, those are the things I know I'll miss. Um, so, it's, there's some truth in it, even with somebody's clothes. Like, I miss of him I will miss of him like my grandmother like what I miss of my grandmother were things that I missed already like we used to all go to her house on Christmas and it was just a big thing and like we had kind of stopped doing that even before she a few years before she passed away and when she died like that's the stuff that you miss and you're like oh I already missed that yeah you know I don't know I'm just I'm rambling no you're not Uh, I think it's a good segue to something that I think about on the daily Uh, I know well, I well I don't know, but I know. Uh, what what happened? What's your opinion? What happens after you pass? Um, you I I'm just I'll say what I think. You you either go to heaven or you go to hell. Okay. And let me ask you another question. On top of that, and it's it, it seems like a side side quest, but if you were born, if you're born in Iran, right, uh-huh. and not in the United States, what religion do you think you would be right now? Um, I think um. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, probably if you were born in a part of the world that was a predominantly, predominantly Muslim or, you know, a part of the world, you're likely to be Islamic. Be Islamic. Yeah, you are. I think there's. And then that being said, and I've had this conversation many times, even uh-huh. Thomas too, like off, off the podcast and like deep, deep conversations because it baffles me and it just, I struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big struggle. Um, you mean coming from someone who's about to be a pastor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, is just, uh, if I'm born in one of those countries, I, I'm taught that the, the way, the truth and the light is being Islamic, like the prophet Muhammad, mm-hmm. like that's who I, that, that's what I believe in, you know? And then of course, uh, and, and no other religion, no other religion is, is the right religion because that's what I was born into. And then I think about what I was born into, you know, here in the United States, you know, I was, you know, raised Catholic, uh, then I turned non-denominational, and now it's confusing, <laughs> you know. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a hard, hard thing to grasp as, as far as, like, I only believe this from the get-go because I was... That's where you were born and raised. You were born, born into, into it. it. Yeah. It's Bane. <laughs> I was really, you, you were really... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because um, it's almost like they they should have a pass, right? Like they should have a pass. Like they should be allowed into heaven, right? But there's, you know, again, you got to You have to make a decision about what you believe. Yeah. Okay. Because it's faith. It, it is faith, and um, you know, I I fall back on there's a scripture. I'm going to read a scripture to yeah. you right here on the Tank Rodriguez podcast. There it goes. Do it first um, time ever, baby. It's in Romans one twenty. It says, "For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead. So they are without excuse, right? Which means even <laughs> if you like, if if I were born in a bubble or if I was born in the middle of the wilderness." with no human inf- influence whatsoever, that there should be things that I can see and, and ascertain that make me aware of God and, and, and make me believe in God. Okay. Yeah. So there, there are two things that are tricky, right? Like I think there's a conversation that's out there where like we all believe in God. It's just, it's just different. We have different ways to get to him. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've all created different ways to get to him. Christians believe in it through Jesus Christ and Muslims believe a different thing and different religions believe in it. So if that's true, if everybody is worshiping the same God, they're just worshiping in different different ways. Yeah. Um, then we're all going to be in heaven. Right. Those of us who believe in that God, we're all going to be in heaven, and we're going. There's not going to be like a Muslim section of heaven, and then the Catholic section of heaven, and it's a Protestant. Prison. Yeah, it's not going to be some segregated heaven. We're all going to be there. So we need to figure out how we're getting getting along. The other side of it is, and the extreme part, and that where I think the challenge is for you is that when you read the Bible, the Bible says. Um, no man comes to the father, but by me, like you have to, be, not only do you have to believe in God, but you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Right. And you have to believe that he died on the cross for your sins and he was resurrected. Yeah. Like there's things, there's things, that's how you get to heaven is you believe in Jesus Christ. And, um, so I don't know. How, how important is the old Testament to you? As, uh, as far as, do you take it at face value or? No, 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 I, I don't. I think there's a lot of it. it it's, his, it's historical. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it tells you how things were before Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of things that people point to that, Oh, you're going to cut your hand off if you steal and all these weird right. old Testament laws that exist in that time that those laws were no longer, they're no longer applicable yeah. once Jesus Christ was born and died for our sins. Right. Yeah. That was the punishment. When he says, when they say he took our punishment upon him, all that, I almost cussed while talking about the Bible and I felt really bad about it, but all that Jesus cussed. I mean, if <laughs> right. All that crap you read about in the old Testament, that's the punishment that he took all that on yeah. when he died. Right. right. He, he, he took that punishment on and now the forgiveness is there through him. He, he was the sacrificial lamb, right? He right. was the, he died so that we did not have to experience all the punishments that are listed out in the old Testament. Right. And I bring that up because there's uh, I'm drawing a blank. I was trying to look it up right now, but um, there was twins uh, that were uh, about to be born. Mm-hmm. Um, blanking on the names, um, but anyway, uh, so one was going to be have favor with God, and the other one, no matter what the, what she did, was never going to have favor, and she was mm-hmm. sent to go to hell. But it's like, 
and then at, at some at some point in time in the scripture, uh, it says like, like, but why does this happen? Well, but you, you'll never know because you can't ask that question. Like you can't question God's motive on there. And I get it. Like it's something that I struggle with too. Uh, like reading that, uh, but it's like again, it's Old Testament, you know. Yeah, and it's I mean, like I think what we I, I think the Old Testament is important. It yeah. is important to know what I, I it. it it shows you the worth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. It shows you the worth of that sacrifice. Okay. Um, because that's all, all that punishment was upon you. Yeah. But now it's not, it was put upon right. him. Absolutely. Um, so those weird sort of, I don't know, Sophie's choices type of things. Like I, I'm glad that I've not ever had to be a part of one, but <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know the answer. Like, yeah. I think it's sometimes it's okay to say like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I don't mean, I just get, I, uh, the struggle with the idea of the universe ever expanding, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's always going left and right. You know, it's always getting wider. Growing. What's behind it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so I mean, it, it, and, and I say that in, in, in you know, in our conversation is as far as like, well, like what else? What else needs to be here? Like, what is what's his plan? Or you know, what's God working on? Or what other planets know about him? You know, right, like, like for like for instance, if there if there's an intelligent life form yeah. existing in, in in other planets or other universes or whatever, um, did they have their own Jesus? Absolutely. Is there an alien Jesus who yeah, did all this stuff, or did Jesus do this here for everybody? Like he tells us when we read the Bible, like you were created in in, in the likeness of God, right? Like. Yeah. God is is human form, right? right? Like that's what you that's what you're taught to believe. Yeah. But if there is an intelligent life form out there, that's why like we don't think about that with animals because they're not in the image of God. Okay, <laughs> they're just in whatever God's imagination was when He was creating these animals. Okay, yeah. um, but are, what about aliens? Like, what if they're they're but animals by and large are less intelligent than yeah. we are. Okay, so. What if there's a what if there's a creature? What if there is a life that is more intelligent than us? And how does how does our how do our spiritual beliefs apply? Do they expand what happens in that environment? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I mean, I brought that up it's just because it's like, then why are we sad about death? <laughs> you know, it's like if we're gonna reconvene. You know, in, in a different in different place, it's like, oh, okay, I'll see you in a bit. No, I mean, it, it's it's fair. It's sad. It, it's okay to be sad about that. I think yeah. you should. I think what absolutely. No, I, I'm, I'm not. I am not afraid of my own death. Yeah. I okay. Wholeheartedly. I am not. Like I'm like, and I tell my like my kids, my family, I'm like, I don't care what you do at my funeral. I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> whatever helps you deal with this, whatever helps you feel better, like however you get through this bury me, burn me, turn me into ashes. I don't care. Like whatever, whatever's cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I do. Just. <laughs> and so, so my dad says, cause why in the fuck do you want me in a casket for three days? Like just either bear me or burn me. Like just one burn day, me. Like, I don't right? care like, what, find out what's cheapest. Keep the money for yourself. Bring me some beer. <laughs> yeah. No, like I'm not afraid of my own death, but like, here's the thing. Like, Okay, say my dad dies, right? Yeah. And I don't know, the, the, the average lifespan of an adult male in America right now is, what, 75, 80 years? Yeah. That means I've got, yes, there'll be this grand reunion someday where we'll live for, together forever. But then that means I still have another 40 years on this earth without my dad. Right. Okay? And I'll tell you a story about my dad. Like, when he was, he's 65, 70, 65. Um. But my grandmother died a few years back, and um, we went to go visit my mom on Mother's Day. It was after she died. And my dad was sitting there, and he was, um, you know, we, him and I were just talking, and he was talking about his mom, and he just, he started crying. Yeah. And I was like, Dad, are you all right? And he's like, well, this is, you know, it just dawned on me that this is the first Mother's Day oh, shit. that I've not had a mother. And, you know, like, there's my dad at 60-something years old crying for his mom. Yeah. 
Okay. So the sadness is real. I mean, I say that because the sadness is there because you, you are without that person. Like I, I like I joked a lot earlier about like Sean Connery and Alistair Beck dying. Like I don't miss them, but there are people who are very, very close to them. And those people meant a lot to them, not as the host of Jeopardy and not as a movie star, but right. as dad and grandpa and whatever. Legitimately sad. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, passing, like yeah. though they're the, the grief is theirs. Yeah. I feel like I'm robbing grief from the Trebek family <laughs> by pretending to be sad that Alex Trebek yeah. is not on Jeopardy anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just not it's not the same thing. So sad sadness is fine. Like I I do not look forward to the day when my parents and, and you know my siblings and everybody around me starts dying. Like no one that, that's sad. It's a very sad that sad thing. Yeah. I don't care about me. I'll yeah. I, I can get in this car and drive and die on the way home. I'll be fine. There'll be some sad people back here, maybe a couple, um, but I'll be fine. Yeah. So death doesn't scare me uh, uh, when it's for me, but it does. I do worry about other people yeah. dying. I, I'm just scared that what if we're wrong? <laughs> you know, what if nothing, absolutely nothing happens? I mean, granted, what can you do about it? You know, there's not a lot we can do about it if we're wrong. But then knowing, like, having that idea, having that thought in my head it's just like well what do I do well like, let me ask how you do I live? what's what what's the worst thing that could happen if you're wrong nothing nothing ha right but it, 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 the thing the thing about being a Christian right it, it's since that's sort of what we're talking about yeah. okay um, is it's not just and it should never be how do I get to heaven no okay if you are just if you're a Christian just for the sake of getting to heaven Guess then what? you're not a good Christian. You're one of these assholes that is out there giving Christians a bad name because you're behaving in a certain way. Speaking that Christian means. Yes. <laughs> like you should be, the goal of you to be a Christian is to be like Christ. Like yeah, let's absolutely. kind of literally what that means. And if you look at the life of Christ and the things that he did and the sacrifices that he made and everything that he gave away, if you try to live like him, you're going to be a good person. Right, right. But what, what I'm saying is, why put me through this then? Like, you know, you know I mean, as, as far as, like, what was the purpose? Like, if I'm just going to die, like, I didn't, it wasn't my choice to be here, uh, you know. Uh, so, what, I mean, granted, what gives you the right to say if, if I can do good or bad? What was, point? what was uh, Eddie Van Halen's purpose? I mean, we don't know. What was the purpose of whoever the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails is? Like Trent Reznor, is that his name? Yeah, but I mean, we don't what was his purpose? We don't know. His In purpose. your life, you know his, but you know that he had purpose to you. Well, I mean, he had he had, he had, had influence. influence. Yes. He had influence okay. On me, but he so, if he did nothing purpose. else, if he did nothing else with his life. If he inspired you yeah. in some way, shape, or form to either learn music or learn how to write songs or whatever, or maybe in a moment of sadness and deep Absolutely. despair, yeah. a song that he wrote pulled you out of that, Absolutely. then that's his purpose. You, what you don't know is where that is down the line for you. Maybe. Okay. Now, like, and I don't, I, I'm going to be very, very coachy right now to you. I, I don't want you to discount yourself and your influence or anybody who's listening right now. Don't don't discount yeah. your influence because you're not Trent Reznor, because you're not Absolutely. Alex Trebek, yeah. because you're not Sean Connery. Absolutely. You have purpose and influence just because you're not famous doesn't mean that it's not out there. Absolutely. No, no, I 100% agree with that. We can influence people on, on a daily basis, and I think we do. And I, I think, you know, not to toot my own horn, but to, to like, I, I know I have, but people have, have told me, you know, and it feel, it's a good feeling. But you know what I'm what I'm getting at is like, well, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, but why? If, but if, why? If, in if, what if, way? Why for you? No, like, no, what no, do you if, get out of it? No, or? no. In, in the broader spectrum, it's just like, what's the purpose if we're just going to leave? And if, and if one day this place is going to explode? The per well, I mean, I, I, I think the purpose is 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 something other than you, okay? True. Something that, greater than yourself. Whether this place explodes you know 10 million years from now or yeah. 10,000 years from now or 10 years from now um i feel like there is there's the, the import there's importance in this life um you know for me obviously not everyone has children i don't think you have children that no. you're aware of that i'm aware of <laughs> turn out there don't there's a little tank me. junior <laughs> a little tank junior somewhere um no, but for me, like, it's like, what am I leaving for my kids? Like, not, not necessarily monetarily. Like, are they good people? Yeah. Are they making smart decisions with their life? Did I teach them things that they need to be successful and to be right. good people? Absolutely. Right. That's purpose for me. Um, 
But I think purpose, you, you, if for you to have purpose, whether you, whether there's eternal life or not after you die, um, for you to have purpose, that means you have to invest yourself into other people because Absolutely. you're right. You're going to die. You're going to be gone and you might go to heaven. You might go to hell or you might just go. Yeah. But your purpose was what you invested into the people who you left, who are left behind. Absolutely. But then those people are going to die. And then, and, and then they take that investment and they invest it to other people. Like at some point, yes, that investment's going to end and yeah. we're all going to explode into the sun. But it's just a weird thought, man. Just knowing that from one le- legitimately one second to the next, you're going to be here and then gone. And it just freaks me out. Like high anxiety attacks. And it's just a, it's a trip because you don't know. Like what if it just I mean, if it does end and there's nothing else, you know, just like. Yeah, I don't think you know, I I don't I don't think that way. I know, I know, I know and I wish I could. I wish I, I didn't I didn't think that way and it just it, it's it's very troublesome. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I I can see that. I can see that. I can see that um the 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 whole what's the point of it yeah, all. Yeah. Um can weigh on you. Like why do I why am I trying this hard Absolutely. if it doesn't matter? Absolutely. If at the end of the day it doesn't matter. I'm here to tell you tank and all the, your listeners it, I, it matters i wish i had good keyboard music like the it end of me, service what you do matters <laughs> is important you influence other people whether you know it or not you yeah. know what's a good movie to watch about this um heading into the holiday season you may have already i'm sure you've seen it what is it it's a wonderful life oh yeah absolutely that is a, that movie sort of answers this question like what if i were like what difference does it make if i were ever here no, no, I'm not talking about, I mean, I know, like, we can make impacts. And I know, like, me and you personally have made impacts on people's lives. That's great. But why? Like, well, and, 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 and going back to what you were saying, like, yeah, because, you know, you want to be a good person. You want to instill good and then keep that lineage of good, you know, going further down the line. Well, let me tell you what you're saying. Okay. Let me, right. Okay. What you're saying is not only am I not important, but yeah. that other person's not important either. No, I don't care if you're a celebrity or not. You know, no, no, like, but yeah. no, but whoever, yeah. you, whoever, whoever you, whoever you influence yeah. in a positive way, whoever, whoever you direct, they don't, you're saying right now that what you're worried about is not just that I don't matter. Yeah. I worry that Steven doesn't matter, that so-and-so doesn't matter. All my friends don't matter. Everybody yeah. who looks on, looks to me and counts on me and trusts in me and has fun with me or whatever, they don't matter either. Anyone. I don't think, I mean, I, that's, you know. No, I, I don't think that personally. Why? Oh, so then why aren't we, way. let's just. I just feel that way. I, I just I just have a way of thinking as far as like, I think like that sometimes as far as like, it's, it's just, it's going to end, man. Like, so like, might as well. Granted, I don't. I, I can't not be a good person. Like, it just instilled. No, no, I know. <laughs> but I want, I, I do want you to trust that your, your good deeds and your, your good aura yeah it, i mean you're 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 impacting people yeah and that's an important thing whether you feel it or not and i hope and pray that you get to feel that at some point and, and i have like I, and i not only feel it but feel comfortable in it feel confident in right. it so that the thoughts that you have that take you down that's sort of a dark way to go right yeah the thoughts maybe they become less frequent Absolutely. Or maybe they become passing Maybe they become memories where you say, I used to think that way yeah. and now I don't anymore. So it, how I came about this as far as, you know, my way of thinking about you know, spirituality and God and all that aspects um, was when my grandmother passed away. My grandmother devoted her life to God. Mm-hmm. But something, you know, something, you know, down the road decided to give her cancer three times. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. And then you think about everyone, like, my thing that, that troubles me is like, oh, yeah, I was praying and, you know, I needed some gas money. And lo and behold, I found $20 on the floor. I was like, was yeah. that God? Like, or, you know, because like. Because somebody lost 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, was it God? Or even even like more recent, you know, granted, I have, I don't care who was president. But I thought it was hilarious when people outside of the, like, you know, the clerk's office were praying. Right. Over, it's like, those, those those uh ballots are already in like they're not gonna change. that's not gonna like like abracadabra exactly. that vote from oh, biden trump. to trump <laughs> he's know, not it's not and and then you think about like you know all the people living you know 
in, in third world countries that are starving and they're dying because they don't have enough nourishment and all that stuff. It's like, granted, free will, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we're just kind of, I, I, I get it that, you know, you know, as far as like, hey, you know, y'all handle yourselves, you know, and I'll overlook, you know, the big picture kind of, kind of deals. And so it was just kind of like, and it, and I've thought this. I don't think it now. It's just it's like, well, if that's the truth, then God's kind of an asshole. Like, you know, I, no, I, and I have, I, I do have those thoughts. Like, yeah. well, I, I do question, like, you know, there's got to be an easier way to teach this lesson, yeah. right? Like, you know, it's like common core <laughs> math. Like, no, there's an easier way to teach. Why I put the student Look, through all this, right, through it. all this struggle to teach them the same math. Like, I, I, I have had moments like that in my life, like, yeah. where I'm like, okay, God, if there's something you want me to learn, can you just let me know? Yeah. Like, just tell me and I won't, I'll, I'll learn it. I won't do it anymore. Absolutely. So I struggle, I do struggle with that as well. Like, I don't know why cancer or why any kind of disease or whatever. I do think that in a, in a bigger, in a global scale as humans, um, we are failing miserably in taking care of our fellow man. Absolutely. Okay. Like there's just, you know, there's so much wealth that's accumulated. Even even you and I, who are nowhere near the wealthy end of the spectrum right. in the United States, but to somebody in some remote, desolate area, third world country, you and I are living high life right now. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and are we are we like and that's our charge, right? That's one of the things you know Christ told us to do. Like if we want to be Christ, like going back to that is we should be giving. It's our responsibility to take care of the poor. That's why people are like government here tax us take our money and we trust you to give it to the poor mm-hmm. that was never the design yeah okay like you take somebody like jeff bezos who's worth what billions billion dollars i don't yeah. know more i don't know how much he's worth but a lot yeah. right he could he could theoretically like and buy a hunger buy a world yeah and third and and world hunger he could just stop making so much money yeah like at what point does it like okay i'm good all the every, everything else, like <laughs> once I pay all my bills and I pay all my employees, everything I make from Amazon.com, like he's got so many other businesses. He just said everything I make from Amazon.com is going, every profit, every dollar of profit is going to feed somebody somewhere. Yeah. Okay. It's going to house somebody somewhere. You know how many more people would buy from Amazon.com? Absolutely. Right? Like yeah. I'd buy everything from Amazon yep. if he said that. Um, like there's just opportunity there for us as individuals um, to give, and that's on a Jeff Bezos scale. There's probably somewhere on my level yeah, where I can give more yeah. and take care of my fellow man more. And we, like, when when I talk about like God could drop food, like He literally, when you read the Old Testament, they He tells about manna falling from the sky. Like He literally made food fall from the sky. Uh, he could do that if He wanted to. But what he's done is he's given abun- he's given us abundance, and instead of sharing that abundance, we're like, now nah, this is mine. Yeah, I need true. to get my million. Yeah, and then when I get my million, maybe I'll start giving. Yeah, okay. Or hey, you know what? Government's taxing me enough. I don't have to give anymore. They they're taking my money. And I trust them to do it. Which is a horrible fucking thing they do. Like. <laughs> Don't give you like of all the people to trust to give your money to the right people. Yeah. The government's like the bottom of the list. Um, we need more of that. We need more individuals who are invested in making the world a better place and sh- and share. They have to make an individual decision to share their wealth. Yeah. And um, so when it comes to people being hungry, I think, you know, that's our fault. OK, it's true. God could solve it, but he's given us enough. That we should be able to manage that's that a, problem ourselves and we're not yeah. doing it. As far as cancer is concerned, I don't know. Yeah, sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> that, that one I, I can't tell you about. Uh, no, no, no. That makes sense. It's it's uh, it's probably one of the most honest answers I've ever gotten. Um, you know, other people have said it's like, well, what, what are you doing? Exactly. It's like, well, what are, what are you doing about it? Right. Who'd you feed today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fed my dogs, man. I fed my dogs. They gotta eat. I fed my kids. <laughs> I um, I made my daughter's lunch this morning. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, man. We, Heavy, heavy subjects. I know, man. Like very <laughs> limited jokes today. It's, a, it's gonna be a very disappointed audience. <laughs> you gotta start talking some shit here. Nine eleven was an inside job, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> See, nine eleven was when I was supposed to come. Remember, I was supposed to come oh, on nine yeah. eleven, and then my son had his car accident, and then uh, all doing that. All right. 
Yeah, he's fine, man. No, he's good. he's just waiting for his settlement check and that's get his own car. Oh, that's good. Don't dr- you know? Don't don't drink and drive. drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't be an idiot, man. Yeah, it's just don't drink. Don't do it. Yeah. Just don't. I mean, and it's, it's that's an easy thing to say for somebody who is. Um, I used to do it. I'll I'll be open about it, and and it was very stu- very stupid of me to do that, and I regret it big time. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of regrets. Uh, you know, but I was young and dumb and thought I was in love. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he drove drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's about all we're going to get out of that story. Oh, no. You're going to find out a lot more about that uh, story tonight. I have another podcast to record in the relationship yeah. show. I'll be uh, divulging a little <laughs> more. Uh, you gotta that get, story. That's where I get good, man. You got to get me on that. <laughs> you got to give me guests on that one. Well, no, I mean. <sighs> okay. Pre- preview. Do you have like topics prepared for that one? For that one, uh, what, what are we talking about? Let me. I'm gonna give you a little insight. I'll give you. Let's see. I'll give you my perspective since what, I'm not. Let uh, me, I'm just gonna look it up. Uh, I forgot what the exact topic was. But I'm I, not I Derek just, or Shanae. I don't get my own special podcast. Let's see. Worst and best relationship advice you ever received. Oh man. Um. I don't know about the worst. Like, just stay with her. She's your wife. That's the worst. <laughs> um, no. Um, the best advice that I ever, I've ever received is um, uh, when we were, we were about to get married and we got some, um, we did some little premarital counseling. Uh-huh. And um, the, the, the pastor who was doing it, he's since passed away. He was telling us, like, a lot of people think a marriage is a 50-50. Like, he's like... That's not what it is. You have to give yourself 100% to each other. Like, it's not, you cannot hold anything back. You can't uh, keep a part of yourself to yourself. Like, you have to give everything and not just physical stuff. It's like you just have to be that person's person 100%. Um, And that's very, very, very true. Mm -hmm. You can't be good in any relationship, whether it be uh, a romantic relationship, a parent-child relationship, a uh, friendly relationship. You can't be the best that you can be for that other person unless you are 100% giving yourself to that person in that relationship. So that's the best advice that I've ever received. The best, I mean, well, before I make a joke, but no, no, that's absolutely true. I've always said, like, you got to give 100%, 100%. There'll be times where they can't give 100%, then that way you gotta, you got to even do more, you know? And, it, and it's always something, even I had a failed marriage, uh, but that's always, that was our belief. Like, we give 100%, like, mm-hmm. you don't hold nothing back. And it's almost, I've always said, it's like, to me versus the world. Like, it is, we're a team now, you know? Yeah. So, that, that, that's perfect advice. Uh, but then when I got divorced, when I was going through my divorce, uh, a good friend of mine, Val, God rest his soul, uh, he puts his, I, I, I go to my dad's house and he's there hanging out with him and he goes, uh, he puts his hand up on my lap and I said, you know, I told him I was getting a divorce. He goes, now you're about to find out who your wife really is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I, I was like, no, 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 no. She wouldn't do that. She wouldn't. He goes, all She's right. about to. I've been married four times. <laughs> he yeah. was absolutely right. No, I, I will tell you like, and, and here's the, here's the advice that I give when to, to younger people, because I'm going through a failed marriage right now. Like we're, we're in the process of deconstructing our marriage. Right. Oh, wow. Like, so, um, one of the things that, that, um, you don't really prepare yourself for, um, and you, you say, you literally say these words in your vows, you say for better or for worse. Yeah. And what people don't anticipate when they say that is you're going to, yes, you are going to get some great things out of this person. You're going to get them at their best, but they are going to be their worst to you also. And we're not talking about better or worse in terms of where we are financially, um, where we live or like who you are as a person, you're going to see the absolute worst of that other person. And you're making a promise when you get into that marriage to say, Regardless of that. I'm going to, I'm going to love you as yeah. much at your worst as I do when you're at your best. Yeah. And what happens and what happened to me and, and I'll be on, I'll be completely honest is I, I've made some mistakes along the way. Yeah. Um, but who has it though? When, when, when somebody says, when you get to the point where you're at your worst and they, they decide, yeah, that I can't, worst, that, that, that's, that, way, that's way too yeah. worst than <laughs> I signed up for. Uh, I'm not going to do it. And the other, the other advice I would give um, to particularly young people getting into a marriage, um, you can't sit here and say, 
I'm not going to cheat on you. Okay? Don't say that. What you need to say is, and be honest, I could very possibly cheat on you, but I'm going to commit that I'm going to avoid situations that allow me to do that, right? Like you have to know, and when you say, I can't cheat, I'm not a cheater, I'll never cheat on her, then you're not looking, you're not aware of the your surroundings, the surroundings yeah. and the opportunities that are out there. If you say to yourself, no, I could, put, I could very possibly cheat if I don't pay attention. Yeah. I gotta pay attention to, oh, that girl, she's looking at me a certain way. Or that guy, you know, he's sending me one too many text messages with, yeah. with, with smiley faces, LOL, right? Like, <laughs> he chat. And just imagine some dude sending you smiley messages. Right, like, you just, you have to be aware of what's out there because then you will cheat. And I, yeah. that happened to me. Like, I just wasn't aware oh, of, okay, this is becoming a thing yeah. that it shouldn't become. And if I had been aware of it and I had been on top of it, I could have, you know, made better decisions about it. And, it, you know, and it's a whole long story that I, I don't know if I'm if you want to hear. But um, you just you 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 if there's an arrogance that goes along with you saying I'm ne I will never cheat. Yeah, I will never cheat. You need to say, you know what? I could I, I, if I don't pay attention, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I promise you that I'm going to pay attention. Yeah. And if something happens that's weird, I'm going to talk to you about it. Absolutely. OK, like I, I felt the thing. When it moved. <laughs> it's moving. She, she, she wore that thing and it moved. Um, and I just want you to know, like I, you just have to be, just be aware Absolutely. of your own weaknesses yeah. and um, I think work that, to work to make them better. Yeah. Be actively, actively prevent cheating. It's, it's, it's just, it's, I know when, when I was in my, when I was married, it was nice getting those advances, you know. Uh, and, 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 but again, it was like, oh, I know what's about to happen. So you just like pull away. Like, it, it, it's it's easy. It's super easy to get caught up in it and thinking that you're not gonna get caught. And then then you start thinking like, well, do I want to be married? I mean, there's different different avenues that everyone goes down mm -hmm. going through that spiral. Uh, but yeah, that, that's great. That's great, great advice. It's like. Yeah, you can't say that because I, I mean, granted, I, I, when I was married, I never did, um, but I had opportunities to, and it, it almost got to that point to where, and I had those conversations to where I was like, "Hey, I went to lunch with this girl. You did what?" I was like, "Oh, I can see how that's a bad thing." Right. Well, it's like it's like you're driving, and you're like. I'm never going to get into an accident and you just don't fucking pay attention to everything else around you. All the other cars that are out there. Yeah. The only way you're going to, and this is not really an only way, but one of the ways you're going to prevent from getting into an accident is to drive defensively, yeah. uh, be aware of your surroundings, uh, understand the weather conditions, know where you're going, all that stuff. Like, so you can't just say, I'm never going to get in a, a wreck just like that. You can't say, I'm never going to cheat. You'll cheat if you don't pay attention. Even with the, uh, the cannon, man, jeez, man relationship well yeah that, exactly man uh well you know i hope everything works all right for you on that one. no we're fine i mean we're good we're oh, good okay. we're in a good place i think we're we're working through what we need to work through um uh you know i the fact uh, that you're being so honest it, it, it says a lot about about you as a person and knowing that you're a flawed person you know, no like yeah like yes is, yeah i've been know? i i've been I, not only have i seen her at her worst she's she's seen me at my worst yeah. i you know it's it's um, it's and it's not always pretty. That's the thing about yeah. the, when you. That's why it's so important when you commit to being in a marriage to make sh to be sure about it, because you're gonna see some really shitty shitty Ugly things. Ugly shit. It's gonna be the gross. Obviously, that's not what it all is. Okay, yeah. if you're in a good healthy relationship, it's going to be a lot of the best and very few of the worst. But you will see the worsts. <laughs> you will see the worsts. Absolutely. I never thought in a million years. I mean, granted, it wasn't like heavy, heavy duty. It wasn't abuse. It was just more of like an act of rage of just pissed offness from her. Mm -hmm. And I never thought in a million years she would hit me. Like the nicest person in the world. And she was livid just to where she's like, I can't stand you. You know, just yeah. smack. You know, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. This is not a fair fight. Yeah, I like, can't. I'm like, no, I can't do that back to you. Like, I'm a, like and, and I was actively wrestling a lot more at that time. And I, and I was like, I can't do that to you. You just put her in a figure four or some shit. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Stop. Tap out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, man, 
That's intense. But uh, you know, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? No, I no, no, not really. Am I going to be added to the Tank Rodriguez yeah, Network? If you want to, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're, I mean, I felt like it's been the Stephen Palenko show today. Well, it should be. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I feel like I, um, I don't know if I'm pretentious enough to think that people want to hear what I have to say all the time. Gee, thanks. I appreciate that. No, I, I have like five different podcasts. You do, but it's <laughs> how many of them are just you though? Uh, none. Yeah. Yeah. I have a solo show, but I haven't done a solo show in a long time. But, you know, it, not, again, not to toot my own, but toot, toot. Uh, are like, hey, when are you going to do the solo show again? And I was like, eh. It's just hard to do. Like, it's hard to talk to yourself for 30 minutes. It is. And, it, it, and I got really good at it, so, but now that I haven't done it in so long, I'm not sure if I could do it. I feel thing. like if I were to, if I were to have to not have to do that, if I were to do that, um, there's there's so much more prep that would have to go into it. Like I just come in here and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna ask, I'm gonna talk about what Tank yeah. wants to talk about, um, which is very easy. Yeah. Um, whereas if it were just me, I'd have to be the one like, what do people want to hear today? What do they want to listen to? I just talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like no, I mean I have never really considered it. I don't know. Like I, I I'm more of a I'm more I wouldn't I don't think I'd be able to do it by myself. Uh-huh. I'm more of a conversationalist. Well, well, let's see what then maybe maybe there, there's room for you <laughs> in, the, in the tank in the tank rodriguez you, network you like wrestling <laughs> i used to i'm a former wrestling fan i told y'all to do have you done the dead or alive one yet the where you're like name somebody and like is he dead or like is, oh. he, is he dead or alive oh, oh, oh no 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 okay yeah so uh, uh one of the one of the stable touch shows uh i'm, I'm kind of doing some reconfiguring to where um like the movie shows going away from Tank Rodriguez show, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the relationship show, and maybe thinking about the Tank Rodriguez show being the Tank Rodriguez wrestling show, um, to be even more pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just because I, I do want to talk more about wrestling, but I still like 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 these conversations, you know. So um, I'm thinking like more sort of geared to like the relationship, but changing the name a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole fucking process that I think about on, on top of editing podcast and. Uh, selling stuff, buying stuff, and then having a full-time job still that, you know, now it's like 4 p.m. to 1. <laughs> That's, hey, man. That was choice. I was like literally trying to talk to, you out, out of, of it, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, are you 100% sure? It's fine. I, I love it, though. Uh, but yesterday, yesterday was a little scary. I mean, I know I don't want to, nah, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> Steven is my boss, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if y'all realize that, but but anyway, it sounds like we're uh, you know we're good wrapping up. Uh, yeah, man. Unless you got one other like deep thought, you want to you want to fire. Um, I, I did want to. I I missed the nine eleven podcast. Okay. Right. We were gonna we were gonna. I don't know if it was that. That's what it was gonna be called. It was nine eleven, and we had a conversation about whether or not it was possible to make a funny nine eleven joke. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so I want to hear the. I want to tell you the one that I I didn't. I, this is not my joke. Um, it's Louis C.K. and it's pretty on brand for Louis C.K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a 9-11 joke where he's like, uh, I can always tell how good of a person you are by how long it took you to get back to masturbating after 9-11. <laughs> and then he says, for me, it was sometime between when the first tower fell and the second tower fell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it's, it's not like a super 9-11 joke. Like it's not about 9-11, but it's about what a dirty, uh, horrible person he is in the middle of 9-11. No, my favorite one is uh, it's a, it, m- 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 most of my my nine eleven jokes come from memes, uh, <laughs> so it's like four squares and it has the time. It says nine oh eight, nine oh nine, nine ten, and then George Bush. <laughs> oh, Bush, no. <coughs> can you is it is it so far removed that you can make nine eleven jokes? I don't, I don't, depends on the joke, right? Like, I just think it's, it's, it's still a very sensitive subject. Yeah. Like, I also, I don't think you can make, you can, Pearl Harbor's fine though, right? I don't, is there a good Pearl Harbor joke? Like, I think we're, I think we've gone too far. Like, it's just no longer funny. (laughs) But what the danger is, right? The danger is in making a Pearl Harbor joke that you're probably going to say some racist Japanese shit. (laughs) Right. And then, then in making a 9-11 joke, you're probably going to say some Islamophobic stuff. Absolutely. Like those are the those. That's where the danger is. I think the joke that Louis tells 
it's about him. It's about him. It's not, about him being not, a not pervert event, and not yeah. the actual. The, the event is just the framework yeah. for the punchline. I've just seen Zeitgeist way too much. That documentary about 9-11. <laughs> I watch. I, they pop up like randomly. Like, There's like five segments and they're like they're probably like an hour long. Uh, but they're really good. And I mean, it's, it's just food for thought. Not so much. You believe it. Like, you're just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, let me fact check. I mean, that's what makes a good conspiracy theory is that there's just a hint just a, of just believa- yeah, believability oh, in there. Okay. yeah. Anyway, 9-11, inside job, ladies and gentlemen. Well. Stephen Polanco, thank you so much for being on. I'm happy to be here. Anytime you we'll, want we'll, to hear me ramble on. We'll find we'll find room for you. I know there's room for you somewhere here. Uh, but, of course, if you did enjoy this conversation, feel free to follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and give us a five-star review. Follow us on social media at TankRodPod on Twitter and Instagram. It's T-A-N-K-R-O-D-P-O-D. For the longest time, I was spelling it T-A-N-K-R-O-D-P-R-O-D, so TankRodProd. It could be TankRod Productions. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. But that's Adam. Uh, Adam has uh, Adam Danger Productions. Yeah. You like sports? I, I'm a big sports you guy. You should go on Adam's podcast, too. Pe- tell him, tell him, tell him to have me on. And you will. All right, thank you again for being here. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one, All right, brother. Bye.